keeps going ups and downs, I said this. Hello, Simon Miller here, and I just want to tell you, I saw the video for a brand new Elias recently, and I'm very excited because while Elias is dead, I can't wait to see what happens with Elias version two. Now, don't give me any nonsense going, Simon. I'm pretty sure you just recorded that and put a filter over the top because you're wearing the same clothes. If I say it's an old skit, it's an old skit. Jokes aside, I really did say it. But yes, when WWE was doing all these vignettes with Elias going, oh my gosh, I'm dead, I'm gonna come back as a new Elias, I gave them the benefit of the doubt and I said, surely this time they won't screw me over. And surely this time we will see a brand new version of Elias, which I was truly excited about because somebody somewhere figured out this was the right time to give him a brand fresh persona. Though a brand fresh means let me go with it. And I wanted to see what was gonna happen. And here we are a few weeks later and apparently I completely misinterpreted the idea of these vignettes because when Elias said he was dead, he meant he was actually murdered and he was never coming back. And it's fine to a point, but this happens all the time, meaning that WWE has just duped us again. Why is why. I don't even know why I'm surprised because yes, WWE does indeed do this, all of the time. And the worst bit was, now I am making this video today, magically Elias will pop back up and be like, blah, 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 and he'll probably be in his old character. When that happens, I have to take my fist and punch myself in the face because that hurts. And then I realized stupid WWE storylines don't even matter that much. But really the time to jump on this was around about after three clips, because otherwise you just wear out your audience and worse still, you forget. And why doesn't WWE have a plan? When you leave your house, you don't just guess where you're going to go. You Google map it, but apparently WWE has never heard of that. The real shame is that I, and I'm sure lots of you were super into this. So if he does just come back as blah, 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 Elias, you're gonna be really pissed off, especially because when it comes to that persona, well, we have run it into the ground and there's nothing else left to do with it. And you just know they won't address it either. They'll try and sweep it under the rug and pretend that we're the ones to blame. Like, <laughs> you actually thought we were gonna do something, you absolute goons. Why don't you learn? And they're right, we should learn we are the idiots. Just to offer some more proof to this as well, let's fly back to the Attitude Era and the infamous GTV. Now, if you weren't watching in the late 90s, it was this weird secret camera show that basically exposed what wrestlers were really saying. And it was quite obvious it was going to be Goldust, which would tie into the name Goldust TV. I don't really think they put that much thought into it. But then somebody writing the stories decided not to be much better if these just stopped. Meaning if you were tuning into the shows, the takeaway was meant to be for a few weeks, someone was like, I'm going to be a peeping Tom. And then they just stopped. That is not a good story. A few years after this too, when the Monday Night Wars was over, this continued. I mean, you can find a dozen of examples, but this one always made me laugh because Diamond Dallas Page, the former WCW champion, he popped up on Raw and he was like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm a stalker now and I've been stalking Undertaker and his wife. What? Now this was really bad to the point we don't need to talk about it, but it did bring up two questions. One, why was he a stalker? No one told us, but also two, one day he just wasn't a stalker anymore and we were meant to accept it. Can't we just come up with one full stop and he can walk out one day and go, oh man, not stalker anymore because I realized it was a mistake. No, he just magically changed. There's that word again, it's all about magic. Emelina was just as ridiculous as she spent months going, oh my gosh, I'm gonna become Emelina before she walked out and went, nah, bro, I don't wanna be Emelina anymore. So now I'm gonna go back to Emma. And do you remember when Titus O'Neil 
was Pancake Patterson. Of course you don't, because it happened on one segment, on one Raw, and nobody explained it. He just came out of a wig and said, yo, my name's Pancake now. And then he never did it again. Imagine you would never watch wrestling and you saw him. You'd be like, well, is he Pancake Patterson or is he Titus O'Neil? And surprise, surprise, you'd turn it off and you'd never watch it again. And nobody would ever blame you. Accents are also thrown out the window as if they're going out of fashion. Like when Lana went, oh, no, I said I was Russian, but I'm actually American. And while we did also do this with Kofi Kingston, that always gets a free pass with me because it's genuinely one of my favorite moments in WWE history. The way Triple H brings it up, the way Kofi Kingston sells it on his face. It is really, really funny. And if you've never seen it, you should go and watch it, even though it happened like 15 years ago. And I haven't even mentioned the King of the Ring 1999, but go and look that one up as well. Go put it into your Google machine and you will find hundreds and thousands of articles with people questioning what happened there. And that was 1999. Why am I surprised by this stuff? Again, I am the problem. And you can't just point the finger at WWE either because all wrestling promotions get dragged down by this. Like when TNA decided to have Samoa Joe kidnapped, he was gone for weeks when one day, I suppose the kidnappers just dropped him off at the impact zone and said, look, it's way too much stress. Just go there. And we were meant to be fine with it. Imagine this happened to your mother in real life. She got kidnapped. She was taken away from you, but then she was returned home. Would you be like, oh, well, let's not worry about that anymore because she is safe. No, you ring the police but did tna did this no they did not they just expected you to be cool with it my word i've wasted a lot of my life on this crap there's no point even starting with wcw because they would introduce storylines on a nitro and then two hours later they had already absolutely wrecked them because towards the end there world championship wrestling just went completely off the rails and to speed up to a more modern one Everything that happened with Daniel Bryan and his career-altering announcement. And this wasn't his fault. He can only do what the powers that be tell him. But he would come out and say, next week, I'm going to give you my career-altering announcement. And seven days would pass and he'd go, next week, I'm going to give you my career-altering announcement. And it never came. And given this, it was Daniel Bryan. He could smash anything. I was so excited to see what it was going to be. And the only thing I can fathom now is that he meant, oh, in a few years, I'm going to go to a company that no one's ever heard of and it's going to call All Elite Wrestling. And this was a career-altering announcement, but it's just crazy. This is like me saying to you, I have a terrible operation next week, and then I run away, and you never see me again. You're like, you can't do that. Actually, I tell you what it's like. It's about those Facebook people. You know the Facebook people and their status. They write, oh, I've had the worst day ever. And you reply going, oh, my gosh, what's wrong, babe? And they go, oh, I can't talk about it. And you're like, you unbelievable person. What makes it more frustrating is that every now and then, WWE does go, oh, we should tie up that loose end. Like everything with the SmackDown hacker. That was an absolute brilliant angle. And while it did disappear for a little bit, when Mustafa Ali joined Retribution, he was like, oh, hey, that was me because I don't care about anyone. And while that wasn't sort of the grand reveal that I wanted, it still more than worked. And anything we can do for Mustafa Ali is all right by me. So it just shows that if they do want to do it, they can do it, which is why this whole Elias situation is absolutely crazy. And I know what they'll do. Once again, they'll try and sneak him back onto television, probably before this video even goes live. But it's these cool little things that you try and invest in and it's actively the people that reeled you in who aren't letting you do it. I mean, sometimes I worry that I made these things up in my head, like I just willed it into existence, but nobody else knows what's going on. Like when, talking of WCW, do you remember when Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior were feuding in 1998? And Hulk Hogan kept seeing the Ultimate Warrior in the mirror, but Eric Bischoff and the rest of the roster couldn't see what Hulk Hogan was seeing. But we, the audience, the viewer at home, could see the Ultimate Warrior, 
And because everyone was saying to the Hulkster, you crazy man, there's nobody there, it also meant that we were crazy because we could also see him. Do you see how much that hurts? This is the process I go through when someone like Elias goes, oh, I'm going to have a new character, and then he never does. And I know it doesn't really matter, but over the long term it does, because I think it destroys your trust in what you can care about and what you can't care about. Let's say, for example, next week, Titus O'Neil. He is coming back to Raw, and he has a video going, I'm going to be Titus Smash Your Face. And you go, oh, Titus Smash Your Face. That sounds like a good, cool character. And then he never arrives. You're going to remember the Elias one. You're going to remember King of the Ring. You're going to remember Daniel Bryan. You're going to remember Samoa Joe. And in the future, you'll ignore it completely, which goes against the whole point of professional wrestling, which is taking your emotions and plugging it right in. So we shall have to see what happens. And I suppose if Elias does come back eventually, that's better than nothing. But I've just told you, it's Boy Who Cried Wolf. I don't believe it now. So if anybody from WWE is watching this, can you stop duping me, please? I'm a fool and I would like to be coddled as a child.